Welcome to the Autism and Neurodiversity Podcast. We're here to bring you helpful information from leading experts and give you effective tools and support. I'm Jason Grigla, a licensed counselor and founder of Techie for Life, a specialized mentoring program for neurodiverse young adults. And I'm Debbie Grigla, a certified life coach. And maybe most importantly, we're also parents to our own atypical young adults. Friends, hello, welcome. It's starting to feel a little bit like fall. We've got some kind of chilly, crisp mornings happening, and I'm so excited for fall to be here. I've been just really kind of in the space of of just noticing how fun it is, the whole process of being with my my kids and their growth and development with our five kids ages nine to now 30. can't believe we have a 30-year-old. That's what you get when you adopt older kids when you're younger. But super fun. I just, I'm really enjoying the whole process. Like not just the wins, but but even the struggle and being with them in that struggle. Because I know what's on the other side of struggle. And I'm not just like in crises all the time trying to keep my head above water. And so, I don't know, I've just been pondering about how nice it is to just be with them in it the experience of of growth of development of working through challenges and problems and fails and wins and that's kind of what i want to talk to you about today when you're parenting an autistic or other type of neurodivergent child teen or young adult who struggles it can be pretty discouraging when their progress seems slower than we'd like or sometimes even feels non-existent and we can kind of start to feel like nothing's working um nothing's helping and it can be hard to see your child or your teen or your young adult struggling a lot of times when they're hurting that they're angry and they they take it out on us and it can feel really helpless when they're burning out or they're anxious or depressed or feeling rejected or they're just stuck and we don't know what to do or how to help and so i want to offer you some support today to help forward momentum for their development and to help you when we've experienced a lot of past problems those past experiences can sometimes get in the way of forward momentum because let's face it we all have stories that we tell about our past or about our kids past or about our past together and some of our stories are of course positive and they're about big wins or overcoming challenges and some of our stories are really negative and they take on a very dramatic maybe resentful or kind of poor me feel to them you may have stories where you talk about how your kid is so hard or they're so difficult or maybe it's stories like have some kind of theme of should have or shouldn't have happened or just lots of blame and shame maybe some unmet expectations or wrongs or injustice injustices you've experienced 
And when we repeat these stories about our past, sometimes over and over to anyone who will listen, or maybe just to ourselves, we actually feel the negative emotions of that story in the present. We experience all the negative emotions that come with that story. And what can happen is then we carry those negative emotions into our future actions and interactions, creating just lots more negative for us and a lot of similar results. So it can be a really helpful exercise and work to do to work to make peace with your past for you, for your son or daughter, and for your relationship. And that's not to say to paint it with a positive brush, right? Oh, it's just all positive. Because no, it's it's not all positive. We, you can acknowledge the hard. But to make peace with it, in the sense that, what if your past is just absolutely perfect? It was supposed to happen exactly as it happened. That there were no mistakes. Just lots and lots of great lessons. Lots of great opportunities for development. Maybe you learned lots of things that don't work or that you don't want to keep doing, right? And maybe you learned some things that do work and you want to keep going with. The past is done. It's over. You can't go back. So there's really no reason to continue to argue with it. Um or wish it was different. And that really is. It's just, when you think about it, it's such a complete waste of time and energy to sort of go to war about our past, especially if you're beating yourself up over your past. I promise you that success and happiness never comes from beating ourselves up over the past. And if you keep defining yourself or your son or daughter by the past, you're likely to keep creating more of that in your future. So making peace with your past frees you up and it opens your mental resources and your energy for the present, for what's right in front of you right now, and for what you want in the future. And so this process can look like taking those glasses that you see your child, your teen, your young adult with that are just filled with sort of smudgy, cloudy, judgmental gunk, taking those glasses of the past and cleaning them off, right? Fresh slate, wiping them down, right? So that you don't have to keep seeing things with past blame and frustration, but now you can see your, your present with curiosity and compassion. Your kiddos are growing and developing. They're having positive and negative experiences. They're experiencing fails and wins. They're dealing with the challenges of having a neurodivergent brain and all the things that come with that. Maybe they're taking steps forward, some steps back, some st steps sideways. We're in a circle. But there is things happening. And 
often our brain, in an effort to protect us and keep us safe from danger, is going to be on the lookout for problems and to fix and what ifs and oh no's and all the things to worry about and just bring up fear, 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 fear many times because of past experiences. And I want you to consider and be aware that that's what our brains do. And that if your brain is doing that, that's actually all about you. That has nothing to do with your kid and what's going on right now in the present. And I encourage you to take a look at that and process it and consider if you want to keep bringing old drama and old problems into the here and now from fear, from worry, from oh no danger. Sometimes we're bringing our past into the present with sneaky little thoughts like they can't do this on their own. Or they're just not capable of this. Or nothing ever works. Or I just know what's going to happen. I know what they're going to do. You can use the past to inform your present. But don't keep using it against yourself and against your child to define your present and future. And let me give you an example of this. If your son has always been, in your judgment, terrible with money, and you think this is a bad thing, and you're frustrated with that, and you have lots of evidences and stories about it, and maybe you remind your son of it whenever a money discussion comes up, I want to offer to you that all of that past story may be clouding your vision of what's actually present right now and blocking your view of actual growth or maybe maturity or maybe it's just like different ways to approach it right now because we've approached it these other ways but what if we approach it a different way now when we're just in those stories of the past it blocks us from from a clear vision of what's possible for right now, here and now, what's right in front of us, what our son or daughter may actually be capable of, maybe what may be worth trying. If we decide to stop defining ourselves and our kiddos by the past, we can then make changes if we want to and adjust and pivot. How do we want to be? How do we want to show up? What do we want to believe about our kiddo that serves us and them better right now. For example, one of my favorite beliefs, and I really believe this, is that our kids are doing the best they can wherever they're at. And if they're struggling or having problems, that must be the lesson that they need to learn right now. Or maybe the lesson that I need to learn right now. That's okay. And one of my favorite things is to just look at how far they've come. I've had many a conversation with with mentors at our program, Techie for Life, and where they've really put a lot of emotional investment and energy into a particular student. And maybe that particular student is struggling and they're feeling discouraged and disappointed. 
And I love to just take a step back and say, hey, but do you remember what they were like when they first came? And I can do this a little easier because I do more of the outreach part of our program and I'm more on the outside. And so when I come in, I can, I, I can see the growth happening. But you know, when they're in the day-to-day, minute-to-minute trenches, sometimes it's hard to see that. And as moms with our own kids, it's hard to see it. But I love taking a step back and just having that conversation in view of like, but remember how what they were struggling with. Like we would have been thrilled if they were struggling with what they're struggling with right now, back then, right? But look how far they've actually come. The other thing I'd like to offer you today is, is when we're looking at forward momentum, our child, our teen, our young adult is growing. They are developing and they may still have old patterns and habits, right? They may still have old patterns and habits with you. And just like you have those same old habits and patterns with them. So to change your future and support forward momentum, it means you're going to actually have to think differently than before, than how you've thought in the past. It means you're going to have to take on new thoughts about them and yourself because the same old thoughts create the same old results. So if you want new results, you want different, you want growth and development, it's going to have to come from new thinking. And so If you or your son or daughter have always danced a dramatic tango, it may be that that's all they know how to be with you. And they're not just trying to suck you in or make things hard. It might be that it's just all they know. And if that tango is not supportive of the direction that you or that they want to go, I want to offer to you that you can just simply stop dancing that tango. You can just stop. Now, if you do decide to just stop, you need to be aware that it's going to feel extremely uncomfortable and probably pretty awkward. Even if it's a miserable dance you've been doing, it's going to feel awkward and off to stop. But simply stopping will change things because they can't do that dance alone. I mean, they can try, but it's no longer the same dance. You can simply just stop doing the dance with them and experience the awkwardness of it. And then you can even choose to lead out on any dance you want. And they just might join you in that new dance after a while. So if you really want to support your kiddos forward momentum, I encourage you to make peace with the past so that you can open up space for what's present and right in front of you right now and start creating momentum for the future, growth and development and new directions for the future. And if this is something that is hard for you that you struggle with, I encourage you to get coaching and get help and give yourself that gift. If you'd like help from me, you know where to find me. I hope you have an amazing week. Take care. 
Thanks for joining us on this episode of Autism and Neurodiversity with Jason and Debbie. If you want to learn more about our work, come visit us at jasondebbie.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-E-B-B-I-E.com. Thank you.